You're listening to the Before Midnight Podcast with your host, Felicia and Jessica. Grab your Bible and a cup of something warm. We're going to chat about making the most of the magically transformed lives we've been given. Welcome back to the podcast and Merry Christmas. It is the most wonderful time of the year. And here on the Before Midnight podcast, we want to have lots of fun Christmas episodes for you. So today, this week, we are going to be going through some of our favorite Christmas movies and talking about some of the lessons that we've learned when it comes to the Christmas season from those movies. So Felicia has a nifty little hat that we're going to do and we're going to draw (laughs) and see which movie we're going to talk about first. Yes, I have. I have a little idea and I was like why don't we just put these in the hat because then we don't have to figure out which order we're getting I know it's It's brilliant nobody knows what's gonna happen next we have no idea what's gonna happen so Jessica is gonna pick out right it okay so to clarify we like both did separate movies so this one might be hers or mine yes we each chose two movies and each one has a lesson attached that it's taught us (laughs) so you'll have to don't pick mine (laughs) I know right I'm like uh Oh, it's far down there. Okay. Yeah, it's that is true. Do I have more than one? <laughs> Probably. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Here we go. First Christmas movie is The Grinch. Oh! <laughs> Felicia's movie. Yeah, well, I will say I love The Grinch. I think it might actually be my favorite Christmas movie. Wow. It's a competition. Now, wait. When you say The Grinch, which version is your favorite? Definitely Jim Carrey. Okay. I know people are going to come after me for that. You know, (laughs) they like the cartoons. But I feel like we can all agree that the most recent Grinch was not it's not on my list. I just don't know why they made it. It just wasn't <laughs> necessary. There's the old cartoon, which, which I, I love. Yeah. And then Jim Carrey does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. And I love Cindy Lou Who. When I was a little girl, I wanted yeah. to be her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know why they made a new cartoon. But I don't know Anyway, either. if you enjoy it, that's great. Yeah. And that's wonderful. Yes. But there are lessons to be learned in The Grinch. Am Absolutely. I right? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. And to start this off, I just had to read this quote. And I hope I don't cry, which sounds ridiculous. But... <laughs> It's so sweet. And this is what it says. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet, ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. What if Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from the store? What if Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more? And Jim Carrey delivers that so well. Like, I just watched uh, it to kind of did? get... I, I didn't watch the movie. I just watched, like, that little clip of him talking. I'm like, uh, oh, man. I need to watch so that good. movie now. Yes. But yes. what I wanted to talk about for this movie, which is kind of, you know, it's obvious to all of us, but the meaning of Christmas. And I feel like sometimes as adults, it's like, well, I don't believe in Santa Claus. You know, I'm not, like, rushing for my present. So I know the meaning of Christmas, right? Mm. And I think there's lots of different meanings, Mm -hmm. you know, that we can appreciate. Um, But like one of the meanings that really stuck out to me is the compassion that Cindy Lou had on the Grinch. Mm -hmm. And she was just like this little girl. I mean, she, she's brave, like going up to this cave, to this like beastly man. Man cave. Yeah, the man cave. And it's like, you know, the Grinch is also trying to intimidate her. And I think what I love is that her compassion for him Mm. was stronger than her fear. Wow. And what's crazy is that I was struggling with something like maybe a couple months ago and I 
I swear, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, let your compassion be stronger than your fear. Wow. And so that just spoke to me like Cindy Lou, who has been told her whole life that the Grinch is this monster. Everyone talks bad about him, but she had it in her heart that she wanted him to be included, you know, mm-hmm. and she wanted him to experience the joy of Christmas. And she wasn't giving up on him, even when he was being difficult. And he <laughs> was like, you know, if I went to this guy's cave and he was like, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing with that. Oh yeah. Thing. It's like, like that <laughs> chest press thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I would be horrible. I would be out, out of the, yeah, out there so fast. Um, but yeah, I just think it's so sweet. Like the compassion that she has on people. Mm-hmm. and how she wants him to be included. And, and so it's so sweet. That's so true. I mean, the whole reason, you know, God came to the earth was because he had compassion on us. Yes. You know, we couldn't save ourselves. And so he found, figured out a plan to come to us exactly, and save us when we couldn't do it ourselves. And mm-hmm. he had compassion on us. And I think, you know, in honor of this time of year, I mean, this is how we're called to live all the time, but just in honor of this time of year, you know, putting aside our schedules Mm -hmm. and our to-do list sometimes and, you know, figuring out, oh, well, if we invite this person to Christmas, we can't invite this person. It's like, you know, just having compassion on people and being kind. And it's interesting how this is the time of year when, we know we're supposed to be kind, and yet I feel like I deal with the most rudeness, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's because people are stressed out. Stress, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know, like, the ending of the movie when he changes, like, when his heart grows three sizes. Yes. Is it three? I, it's three, right? Like, it's I'm three. Like, it's three, three sizes that three, day. Three sizes yeah. that day. Like, I just feel like that is a reflection of salvation. Mm-hmm. It just, like, the whole thing. I mean... He goes from, like, not seeing any hope, not having any yeah. hope in humanity, like, not, you know, he's he's isolated, alone, and then something happens, and it's Cindy Lou who, like, basically, if she hadn't reached out to him, and that's another message right there, like, the importance of us reaching out to those people in darkness, which does take compassion, mm-hmm. um, but, like, what she had done for him and you know the love that she showed him it finally hit him in such a way just like the love that jesus has showed us where we realize there is hope you know and he like i there's some part where he's like i'm feeling again like he can feel and his heart grows and Mm. it makes me think of that verse in ezekiel it says ezekiel 36 26 and it says a new heart also will i give you and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And that's just like literally what's happening to him in that moment. Um, and it just, I love it so much. And he doesn't change overnight, you know, like like we don't change overnight either. When we still have our quirks and everything. And like we're in a process of renewal. But I love it because he's still like the Grinch. And he's still really quirky. Yeah. But, he, but he's changing from the inside. So when you saw that movie... I don't know about you, but I like wanted to be Cindy Lou Who, and I would try doing the hairstyle. And like, you know, you put like a little plastic mm-hmm. bottle under your hair, and then you like do the hairstyle. Did you ever do that? I've never done it, but I've, I've been curious about it. Have yeah. you tried it? I mean, I think I tried it when I was younger, but mm-hmm. I just, I always thought she was really cute. She is cute. <laughs> and honestly, so it's funny because you know that time in your life when you stop believing in Santa, like you find out somehow. Did you ever, your, I, did your parents ever tell you that? My parents never had us believe in Santa. We could watch Santa movies. I. But we, we always 
watch them with an awareness that this was not real. I really like that. Um, but when I found out, I don't know, maybe I was 12 or something, but I was, I don't know, maybe sooner. It's pretty old. No, that's old. That's old. That's pretty old. Yeah, I'm like, what, what are you, maybe, probably more like eight or something. I don't even know, but I was a, a young kid and I don't know why, but it's like I had so much built up and wanting it to be Santa yeah. that once it wasn't, and I was like, that next Christmas was so sad for me, oh, and it was yeah. weird, and I wonder it's if like there's other death. people that go through that, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But I remember as a little kid watching that song that Cindy Lou Who sings, like the Where Are You Christmas yes. song, oh. and I felt like I was like, and I was so young at this point too, but I was like crying, oh. and I was like, oh, where are you Christmas? Yeah, it, it went away. It yeah. went away. Oh, that's so, so sad. It was sad. Okay, well, you've gotten, you've gotten yeah. past that, yeah, you're gotten, stronger for it. I'm like, and I'm <laughs> still i'm still there so you sing that song and you're like where are you christmas but what this movie has done is it's taught you the true meaning meaning. of christmas so Mm -hmm, i don't know let us know in the comments did you believe in santa yeah let us know what happened did you experience this like loss did you deal with grieving process yeah it's true it's true let us know So we're gonna do um, movie uh, number two. Okay, I'm so <laughs> nervous. It's gonna be mine. Watch it be both of you, like yours. Oh wait, should you pull it out now? Oh yes, I, I okay. want to pull. All right, here we go. Da 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 da. Oh, oh. <laughs> it better not be mine. I'm telling you. I think it is. No, it's not. <laughs> wait, what is it? It's Santa Claus. Okay, so I know I just said The Grinch is my favorite movie, but I will say it's probably tied with The Santa Claus. That's why I picked them. That is such a good movie. It's so good. It is a classic. Like, absolute classic. I have to watch the first Santa Claus movie every Christmas. I mean, to me, it's just one of those movies you have to watch. Yeah, and it's crazy because they're, like, building off of it. I think they're still making shows and stuff about it, They're still, that's true. Which I have not watched them. I haven't watched. I'm not excited about them to be honest just because there's something about that first movie it just had such a good feeling with like just I don't know the nostalgia and then it got into some really deep stuff in that movie like it was it's quite an emotional movie actually if you watch it it is yeah and I think what I I feel like when I was thinking about like what do I feel like this movie has ever taught me Hmm. and I feel like something that stuck out to me was how he was so resistant to his identity Mm. before and how his son was the one that kind of motivated him to step into that. Yeah. But what I love about it is that it kind of reminds me of like when we become a Christian and there's so many things that God is helping us step into, you know, like for Scott Calvin, it's like one thing after another, (laughs) it just is so easy, right? It's like, like Santa falls off the roof and then, you know, the reindeer are there. It's just kind of a strange like thing if you think about it. It's kind of dark, but we just skip, we just don't think about that part. (laughs) It's very dark. It's pretty dark. Um, It's like also very dark when he's like in his sleigh and he's like, tomorrow I'm getting a CAT scan (laughs) because he thinks he's like, he thinks he's like mentally losing it. Oh, that's a terrifying thought. Yeah, like you said, there's some dark themes in there. There is, there is. But yeah, um, it kind of just made me think of like embracing our identity and how that can kind of be a struggle sometimes. But God lays stuff out for us. You know, it's not our, it's not our job to like search everywhere for and stress out about, you know, what am I supposed to do? Because I feel that a lot, you know, I'm like, what is God's purpose? What is God's plan for me? Hmm. Um, but in that movie, 
like everything happens for him. Like all he has to do is step into it. And what I love is the voice of his son. That's like the faith of a child, you know, and kind of leading him along. And I feel like that could be like the Holy Spirit in a sense of like, just step into the, you know, step into the um, sleigh, you know, <laughs> and he steps into it and they go. And it's like, just yeah. walk over to the chimney. And he's like, there's nothing there. Like, mm. this isn't a chimney, you know, but there's like, just walk over to it. Just move forward. Yeah. And God opens those doors for you. Yeah. I love it. Literally opens the Literally chimney. Literally opens the chimney. And it might, and it doesn't look quite like that, but I think there's right. a principle there. <laughs> there's a principle in there. Yeah. That's such a good point. One of my favorite parts of that movie is when he's in the North Pole and he's getting that hot cocoa from the really old old elf that old is like elf. eight um yeah. and he's just like man I'm, I'm looking at it and I can't believe it and she says you know kids don't have to see this place to believe that it exists you know seeing isn't believing believing is seeing and that's really how it is with us and yeah. Christianity and God it's like there's a sixth sense that we have and it's Absolutely. not spooky yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> It's, um, I'm like cut. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Felicia, no, no scary things, but no, it's not. It's, it's just this other sense that's been put into us almost like a mm-hmm. homing device mm-hmm. of like, no, this is what you were created for. This is your real home, right? In eternity. And yeah. it's just beautiful because that really is what faith is, right? Mm-hmm. Believing is seeing and it bears witness in our spirit. Yeah. And I also love the changes that happen to him yeah. while he is stepping into that identity. Because it's not always mm. about the career. Like for that movie, that was the main focus. It's like he is becoming Santa Claus. You know, like right. that's the point of that movie. Yeah. But at the same time, I think about all of the secondary things that happen with him because of his willfulness and his obedience to like move into that, you know his relationship with his family Mm -hmm. became stronger. His relationship with his son became stronger because they had Mm -hmm. something to bond off of. And like the way he, um, the way he was able to, like if he didn't step into that, all the kids wouldn't get their presents, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like when we choose to, um, when we choose to follow God's call on our life and it doesn't have to be the big things, you know, it could just be like, hey, have a pull in your heart to ask somebody how they're doing stuff like that Mm -hmm. like that has such a ripple effect on other people's lives that's so true and i love how you said it he doesn't really have to strive to become santa i love how in that board meeting or not board meeting but that the business meeting he's in with his company and they're talking about this new toy that is completely just a cash grab you know it's a Mm -hmm. terrible toy and it's like before tim allen's character would have just you know, probably been all for it, but it's like, he's not even thinking about it, but his entire perspective is different. And he's like, exactly. Can you play with this? This is terrible. Like he's seeing it from the perspective of a child, not because he's trying to become Santa, but because he, he is, is Santa. Santa. That's exactly and so it. Even the way he sees things has changed and he's not trying to do it. It's just now it's who he is. And like you said, that's just so much of like who we are as daughters of God. It's you're not trying to be a daughter of God. You're not trying to be royalty you're not trying to be a christian you are and so if you just allow the holy spirit to lead you just the way you see things the way you talk to people the way you you see situations the way you see opportunities it's just going to be naturally different because it's just who we are yeah exactly like the moment that santa fell off the roof he was santa 
I'm, I think. Like, I'm pretty sure that's how it I was. I think it's when he put the suit on. Oh, it's when he put the right? suit on. Okay. So it says, you put the suit on, you're the big guy. Yeah, the right? big guy, okay. yeah. So <laughs> I it's know like, this very well. <laughs> from that point on, he was yeah. Santa. And like, even if he didn't, you know, do the next four steps, that was already his identity. But it's funny you brought up the board meeting because I actually, it kind of made me think of also when we're changed and when we're saved, we are going to inevitably start to look at things differently. And I feel like it's easy to be discouraged when the people in our lives don't understand. It's mm. like, you, yeah. you're not, you weren't like that before. Like, why aren't you wanting to do these things anymore? And mm-hmm. it can kind of be like, you know, a discouragement to us to keep us from walking into that. Yeah. And for him, it was a good reason because he's like, you know, eating a ton of sweets. Right. Like, they hey, should have been, be they should have been concerned. <laughs> they should have been concerned. Yeah. <laughs> but on the flip side, you know, when we, when we start walking with God, stuff is going to look different from the outside perspective. And I think it's good to remember not to be discouraged because what's happening in us is a good thing. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Your turn to shake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Ready? <laughs> I wonder whose we'll get. <laughs> this is the last one where it's like a mystery. That is true. Actually, is there I didn't think one about in here? that. There is. Okay. Already. Oh, I'm nervous. I hope you're ready. Oh! <laughs> A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Aww, no cheeses for us, pieces. <laughs> Have anybody seen that? That's my favorite line. From that's movie. your favorite line? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that point. is a good one. That's a good one, though. I love when the little bunny rabbit is like trying to sing his Christmas carols, and then later you see him sleeping in the cold. It's mm. This movie is so emotional. It's, I think that's what it is for me. I'm like, this yeah. is a little bit too sad. It's for me. a really emotional movie. But it's and got I, a good message. I too. say A Muppet's <laughs> Christmas Carol because that's the one I watch every year but it's really good I mean um Michael Michael Caine is that his name the actor he's in everything anyway he does an incredible job at acting with puppets because that is not easy and yet Mm -hmm. he makes it so natural looking and so anyway it's just an incredible movie but what I wanted to talk about in this movie is um just really the transformation that he goes through. And I know it's kind of obvious because everyone knows the story of Scrooge and, you know, what happens in the end. But something that really strikes me is he doesn't just become kind. He becomes so overwhelmingly generous. Mm. I mean, he is going, marching through the streets the next morning on Christmas morning and calling everyone to, to follow him. And he gives money to the little bunny and he goes and buys the biggest turkey he can or whatever it is. And um, they all just go to um, Kermit's house. <laughs> is Kermit in that movie, is he the one that plays the, the, the kid who basically like was going to... Kermit's the- son. Kermit's son. Yes. I can't remember their names right now. I did not think of that. But yeah, they're they're those characters. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just so sweet. And one of my favorite parts in that movie is when, you know, he shows up at the house and he pretends to be angry at Kermit, you know, to like trick him. And he's like, you weren't at work today. And he's like, oh, but sir, you gave us the day off. And it's like, he's being mean. And Miss Piggy like comes and she's, I've had enough. And she like pushes Kermit aside. And, another, you know? and I just, I love it so much because I'm like, 
like that is how I am with Jeff. And I feel like there's just something in us women that like get like that. We'll listen behind the door for a little bit and then we're gonna say something. But of course he's just teasing. Oh, I thought you meant if Jeff was Mr. Scrooge in that situation and you no, were was Kermit. No, if he was Kermit. You were <laughs> which Jeff does a really good Kermit voice so it kind of works out but anyway That's I just funny. am so overwhelmed by how generous he is and it just got me thinking about the holiday season and how sometimes it's easy in the midst of the hustle and bustle and the planning and the hosting and the family affairs that we have to go to and stuff like that to start kind of getting a little like oh well, but I don't want to see them or you know oh but if we invite them then they're not going to get along with them and it's just it kind of gets a little yeah. political yeah and while you know, when you host a lot, which we did an episode on hosting tips, it's like sometimes you do need to think about some of those dynamics. Mm -hmm. But especially when it comes to the holidays and Christmas, it's about bringing people in. And it's about, you know, showing value to people and being generous to people. And so I think that movie just really always gets me in that. Mm -hmm. And there's a verse that I think illustrates this well, and it's Luke 6.35. But love, that is selfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies, and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, for your reward will be great. And I remember one time I was feeling like I was just having a really bad attitude about hosting one time, and I felt like I came across that verse and the Holy Spirit just kind of spoke to me. He's like, you're setting yourself up for disappointment Mm -hmm. by having all these expectations. Like, oh, I'm doing this for people, so they should be doing this for me whether they should be grateful and thankful to you or whether they should act a certain way or whether you think people should do things for you now it's like when you give and you're generous expecting something in return it's not true generosity and part of that is just it's not true generosity but also you're setting yourself up for disappointment Mm -hmm. and so I just love how in that movie he's just so he's the richest man in town I mean he basically owns the whole town so these people or, or, or puppets, <laughs> they can't do anything to pay him back. They can't mm-hmm. give him anything, but it gives him so much joy to be able to give and to bring them in and to give them an experience and to make them feel special. And yeah. to me, that's just such an opportunity that we have at Christmas time is to bring that into people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it is so true that like, honestly, the meaning of Christmas and this time of year is to have that relational, you know, be in a relationship with other people and show them generosity and show them love. But like you said, it seems to be like that time where we do the opposite and we pull back because it's so, so much overwhelming going on. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much going on that it's easy to just think about how overwhelmed and stressed you are. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, that's when people that's when people need it the most. That's when exactly. people need need love and care the most. And it doesn't always mean providing everything for them, but mm-hmm. just being kind and being generous with your time and bringing them into your home and listening yeah. to them, I think, can can do a lot. So really recommend that movie. It's definitely a must-watch for me every single year. You know, I think it's actually one of Brian's favorite Christmas really? movies. I hadn't seen it until he showed it to me. Really? Yeah. Like, well, I, I don't think I'd seen it till Jeff showed me because yeah. I didn't grow up with it. But it touched me as an adult, like my heart. I was like, oh my gosh. It's funny because I feel like the movie that I've seen that has that theme is the one with Matthew McConaughey and Jennifer. Oh, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past? <laughs> yes. 
I, that's the one that I know. I well, that's the one that I know you too. Seen it, you seen it, okay. But he's so sleazy. It's like I don't want him to have a happy ending. <laughs> like, and Jennifer Garner, she's like this. She's just sweet, isn't Jennifer Garner? Right? I think, I think so. so. I think that's how you say. She's it. so sweet and everything too that you're just like, no, don't hurt her. Yeah, I'm like, girl, you can do so much better. So. No. <laughs> Watch a Muppets Christmas Watch Carol. The Muppets version, Let us know what your favorite Christmas Carol adaption is in the comments. Yes, absolutely. There's a lot of them, actually. There, there's a lot. So mm-hmm. plenty for every taste. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what the next one's going to be. I wonder what the next one's going to be. I guess we'll just I'm have really to. I'm really excited about this one. Are you? Yes. Oh, yeah. I love this movie so That's much. That's true. We know what it is. Okay. Oh! <laughs> Well, now we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> it's over, guys. I'm putting this All on. right. It's Christmas vacation. <laughs> we were at I a Christmas market today, and they were playing, like, all of these the songs from this movie specifically. They were, about, like, yeah. including the opening song for this movie. Oh, yeah, I don't Christmas want to sing vacation. to people, but yeah. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah, it, whatever. But it's a good movie. It is um, so good. It's just one of those movies that... I don't know. It just, it's so like cheesy, but it gives me all those, it gives me the perfect feeling at Christmas time of like hosting Christmas, having family over, all the stress and craziness of it, but all those classic Christmas traditions. And, and just, the humor of it. The humor is like pretty good. looking at it in a funny way. Because I've seen sometimes the, the same exact things can happen in yes. our life and we're like, oh, you know, we get so upset about it. It's so relatable. <laughs> but then we can look at it and be like, okay, yeah. it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's so relatable. Yeah. It's good. It's good to be able to laugh at yeah. things in our life because otherwise we're just going to get too stressed. Mm-hmm. But it's such a good movie. And I've seen all the vacation movies and honestly this one is by far the best in my opinion mm, um I love it so the other much ones, actually so this is the second um in the series I believe oh, I'm not super okay. versed on it but th- yeah there's several I think there may be four I could be wrong wow. but this is the only Christmas one mm. and it's just so good um but anyway the point that I wanted to bring out of this movie and this actually came out when we were watching it we were on a trip in Texas and it came on TV and I wasn't ready to watch Christmas movies yet but it was like the only thing on TV so mm-hmm. kind of had to watch it but I love this movie and so we were watching it and Jeff and I were just talking about how like man why does he keep Clark Griswold why does he keep putting these like unrealistic and big expectations on every little thing it's like you see him setting himself up to be disappointed Mm -hmm. I mean everything it's like the in-laws coming oh it's gonna be just like my childhood but you know what's funny and I don't think I (laughs) caught it until I watched it this last time is he's trying to create the perfect Christmas for his kids because he's basing it off his memories as a kid of like what he thought was yeah. his perfect Christmas, right? Yeah. But when when he's talking about it, you see flashbacks and you even see video footage. I think he's watching home videos in the attic and he watches home videos yes. and you see and his Christmas chaos. and it's kind of chaos. It's not yeah. actually very good looking. And he's like, he's excited <laughs> and he's having fun. But then you see like the dad getting upset and you see the mom getting worried. And it's like interesting how they subtly brought that in. It's like, okay, in his mind, it was perfect, but it wasn't actually perfect. I never noticed and that. And that's kind of the point, is yeah. it's like it's never going to be perfect. Everything's not going to go the way that you expect it to. But that doesn't mean that the memories aren't going to be so special. And he just like, 
you get I get so frustrated at him throughout the whole movie. It's like he wants to have everyone see the Christmas lights on the house. And so he builds it up and builds it up and has everyone do drum rolls and drum rolls and he mm-hmm. starts singing carols. And then he flips the switch and nothing happens. Yeah. And then it's just like, why did you build that up so much? And then the biggest one, because this happens all throughout the movie, mm-hmm. but the biggest one is the bonus check. And he, I mean, he gets it in the mail. He starts like crying. He apologizes to everyone for being, you know, stressed and... Like and, this is gonna solve like all this is gonna solve problem. everything that's gone that's gone wrong. Yeah, and he announces what he's gonna do with the money. He's gonna put in a pool, and then he says, "I'm gonna fly you all out here, you know, to 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 break it in." And everything's like, and he does all this before he even opens the check, and then it turns out there was no check. And of course, it all works out in the end. <laughs> but it's like, why do you keep building these things up? And I definitely think it's good to have like things we look forward to. Like there are traditions and things that I certainly look forward to. And I know, I mean, the Christmas market that we went to today was one of them. Oh my gosh. I am like, I'm a crazy Christmas person. (laughs) I look forward to so much. But it's good. It's good to look forward to things because we're supposed to live our lives with joy. But I think something that can happen is we start going, okay, this is going to look exactly the way it did last year. So you'll always be disappointed. You're always going to be disappointed. Or, okay, we're going to go see family and it's going to be like this. Or I'm going to host a party and it's going to look like this. And we start putting all these expectations on things. And first of all, that stresses everyone else out because they're probably thinking something different. They're part of the equation too. They're part of the equation. I'm supposed to act like this then if that's what you're imagining in your head. Exactly. They're like, oh crap, I didn't know that I had a a, a role in this play that's going on in your head. You know, it's like, that's terrifying. Yeah. And so anyway, that movie just really teaches me to kind of maybe have some things that I'm looking forward to and some things I want to do and memories I want to make, but to realize that every season and every year is a new chapter. And to just be like, all right, God, what do you have for me this year? This is what I want to do and I want to make these memories, but I want to live them in the moment with people. I want to live this moment because you could be missing out on some great memories that you're going to look back on and love. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm like a person of routine a little bit. In one way, I'm not, but in another way, I definitely am. And I feel like we've talked about this before a little bit, but I like having these certain things that I do every season. But like you said, I feel like when I get too caught up in that, it's like, oh, I have to watch this movie during Christmas. I have to watch this movie during summer. I have to go do this. (laughs) It becomes like now it's on a to-do list. And Uh now if I don't do it, I'm going to be upset. And then it kind of keeps you from being able to start new traditions and like try new things. Cause like you said, he was looking at his family and how Christmas had gone Mm -hmm. when, and it's like, he was just wanting to copy and paste that Mm -hmm. into his life, into his kid's life. And then, you know, you, you're allowed to make new traditions every year, like try new things, you know? Absolutely. I think it's fun to try something new every year, you know, Mm -hmm. and sometimes maybe you won't like it and sometimes maybe you will, but It reminds me of this verse in Proverbs chapter 16, verses 3 and verse 9. It says, Before you do anything, put your trust totally in God and not in yourself. Then every plan you make will succeed. Within your heart, you can make plans for your future, but the Lord chooses the steps you take to get there. And I feel like that's just a really good guide for us when it comes to, you know, it doesn't sound spiritual, but, you know, 
our holiday season and like the things we look forward to, especially this Christmas, because there's also a lot of expectations people, other people can put on you. Mm -hmm. Maybe your family has expectations. I mean, I know like sometimes family can feel like, oh, we wanted to see you. And it's like, oh, but we can't this year. And it's like easy to let guilt and condemnation come in, but just really approaching it like, okay, God, like here's what we want to do. It's good to make a plan. It's good to have like, like you said, like, okay, here are some traditions and things that we really want to keep alive because if you don't, the season's going to pass you by and you're going to be like, where did time go? Right? Mm -hmm. So you have to be intentional, but I think it's good to be intentional about what you want to do, but then also take each day as an adventure and just be like, all right, God, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe this is the idea I have for my Christmas party this year, but maybe there's someone that needs to come that's never come. Exactly. And maybe it's an opportunity to minister to them, or mm-hmm. maybe, you know, we need to go be a part of this or a part of that, or, you know, you just never know. And it's just really important. It also could just be fun stuff that he wants you to experience. Exactly. That you're not going to experience if you're like, nope, we got to do this. We got to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, so stick structured. to the schedule. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, no, we need to, that movie, especially if you need to learn that lesson, <laughs> I recommend watching it, but it's such an important lesson on just like, you know what? You can't control other people. You can't control mm-hmm. your circumstances, make a plan, have a goal, and then just enjoy the season with the people in your life. Because the point I mean, the point of Christmas is, of course, we know, you know, Jesus and all these other things that we've been talking about, but it's also, if you're not enjoying yourself and you're not enjoying the season and you're not living in joy and peace, then other people are going to be stressed. You're going to pass that on. And Mm -hmm. so you never know whose life you can inspire simply by living your life with joy. Yeah, absolutely. When you said like other people would be stressed, I thought of the scene in the movie where he's like screaming. Screaming at everyone. That is terrifying. Like if someone lost it like that. Oh my gosh. You would be like slowly moving to that. Yeah. I also have a a, um, mystery in that movie. And it's like, you know, when he gives his boss a present, this is not a point at all but you know when he gives his boss a present yeah and he sets it and they all look the same yes what is that does I don't, anybody know what that's supposed to I be i don't know comment, comment below, below yeah. and tell us if you know my thought on it was that i didn't realize they all looked exactly the same it's probably supposed to be like a typical gift you get a boss but okay, that's I always just all thought trying to say. maybe, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I always thought like, oh, he thinks they're doing something special for him and they'll stand out. And it's like, nope, everyone's doing everyone's it. And you doing still it. don't okay, stand out. So that, that makes sense. So that's yeah. kind of what I thought, but I don't know if there's something else going on yeah. here, then let us know because that's actually pretty interesting. It is. Yeah. Uh, good movie. Watch it. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Well, that concludes our first episode of the Christmas season. I'm so excited to do these episodes and be sure and comment below and tell us what are some of your must watch Mm -hmm. Christmas movies this year? Because I definitely want some new ideas. And so I'd love to see what some of your favorite ones are and try watching a new one this year because there's honestly so many that come out that I can't even keep track. There's like the classics, but then there's a lot of new ones that are pretty interesting. Yeah. And if you add the Hallmark in there, there's millions. Well, then there's... There's a sea of a a plethora of content there. So be sure and check that out. But if you haven't, be sure and subscribe to the podcast so that you can see all of the fun Christmas episodes that we have coming your way. And if there's anybody you know that needs to start getting into the Christmas spirit, share this with them. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful Christmas season.